Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we're celebrating the new Xbox game, The Medium, available on Xbox Game Pass now. Go check it out. Um, it's scary. <laughs> just just going to talk about that. We'll talk more about the game later on in the week. And we have some cool surprises for you later on in the week. Uh, special guest. Yeah, yeah. But before that, we're going to talk mediums and comic books. Now, there's a, a popular misconception about you know mediums and psychics and telepaths and a lot of people kind of just lump them all together into one category and that's that's not true that's not how that works it's not it's just not um you know you look at people like professor x and jean gray who yes they can read minds and stuff uh but they can't communicate with the dead you know you have the astral plane where they can travel and talk to the living over great distances and stuff and then uh, it, but it's it's not the same. And I got to thinking about it. And I honest So on DC, I feel like DC does magic better. And that's even true in the movies. Uh, as much as I love Doctor Strange, like DC introduced magic first. And even in comics, they do magic better. And you have a lot of people who can talk and communicate with people uh, in the afterlife. And you like John Constantine, Dr. Fate, Ragman, uh, the list goes on and on and on. And I got to thinking about Marvel. I was like, who in Marvel does that? And then I remembered one of my all-time favorite characters um, who goes by Moonbeam now. But in my heart, she will always be Dead Girl. She is an amazing, amazing character from X-Force slash Ecstatics run in the early 2000s uh, from Pete Milligan and Mike Alred and just absolutely a wonderful, wonderful character. So I wanted to talk a little bit about her today. So she first showed up in X-Force number 125. And this is when X-Force got rebooted um, after Cable and Cannonball, Boomer, all those people, Boom Boom, whatever you want to call her, uh, they left and this new exciting X-Force came in and they were all about like pop culture and there were celebrities, internet celebrities and stuff. And it was, it was awesome. It's one of my favorite comic runs of all time. And then in the book, because of legal reasons, you know, cause the people who owned the name X-Force made them change their name. Well, that was kind of true in real life too. And so they changed their name to ecstatics and the, it was one of those books that anybody could die, any issue, any given time, uh, and you cared about, you either loved or hated every character. You know, the, the writing was so good. Oh, I love it so, so much. It was, it was great. But uh, anyway, so she shows up, and when the, in her first arc, it had to do with um, one of the team members was going to die. And they go to this graveyard to investigate some stuff, and she shows up, and she's like, yeah, I don't really know what happened. I'm dead, but I'm not. 
And uh, we over time, we come to find out that she was an actress. And she kind of, as a teenager, fell in love with this other actor. And they were just trying to make make ends meet, trying to get it by. And didn't happen. Uh, one night, her lover murdered her. And this one, eventually found out, like, Moonbeam is her real name. But Dead Girl is what she, she goes by. And after she was murdered... She was locked away in a mausoleum. And because of the stress of all that, because she was a teenager at the time, the stress of that activated her mutation. But since she she was already kind of dead, like she was revived. So she's this weird, like, not zombie, not ghoul, not living. Um, everything rolled into one. And it's... I, I don't know. She's, oh, she's such a great character. And... She would go on her powers. She's able to, you know, communicate with the dead, um, talk to them, see them, figure out what's going on. And she's also, she's basically immortal. She doesn't need to eat or breathe or she can't freeze, anything like that. She has a healing factor that's like on par, maybe even better than Wolverine's. She can, we've seen her get all the way down to like a skeleton and regenerate from there. Um, she can't be poisoned. She's got, speaking of Wolverine, she has like these claws that come out of her, her fingernails, and they're super, super sharp. Um, even if like her arm or leg or something's been chopped off, she can still control it. She can become lighter than air and kind of a weird mix of like floating and walking on water. And like I said, she can she can talk to corpses. I mean, even if there's just a single cell or some bacteria, she can talk to the corpse or she can talk to spirits. Um, and then she can even resurrect. Like if somebody recently died, she can bring them back for just a little bit and stuff. And uh, it's really kind of crazy and awesome all at the same time what, what she's able to do. And she became a well-loved member of the team. So much so that even after XX got canceled, she came back for her own miniseries. It was a, a Dead Girl miniseries. Now, admittedly, it was kind of an Ecstatics reunion miniseries because other people showed up like uh, The Anarchist and Mr. Sensitive and You Go Girl. But she teamed up with Doctor Strange to get all these heroes and villains who had already died... Uh, because there was somebody called the Pitiful One who was trying to basically gather up all these souls and it would bring him to life and put them back on Earth. And I don't, it's, it's actually a really, really solid miniseries. You can find it in the Ecstatics Omnibus and uh, as standalone. But it's kind of funny because you have Doctor Strange who it's prim and proper and stuff, and then Dead Girl, who was part of the ecstatics, and just like, hey, no, if we gotta go to heaven or hell, this is what we're doing, and just goes with it, and uh, really interesting interactions happen, but she's, I mean, ecstatics is probably one of my favorite teams in the history of comics, and part of that is because of her, you know, she develops a kind of romance with um, 
the anarchist at one point. And that's, you know, it, it brings up the whole, you know, is she living? Is she not living? What, what does that mean for their relationship? And, uh, you know, they address a lot of really interesting things. And what I think is cool about it is they never, out of all the people on the team, and as crazy as the book is, they never make her out to be a kook or a goof or anything like that. They really come to value and cherish her as a team member and what she stands for and her abilities. So that's something that's really awesome and really cool. But I just, oh, I love her so much. But she's not a telepath. You know, she can't talk to the living, but she can talk to the dead. And I think that's really neat. Uh, you also, real quick, sidebar, when we talk about mediums and stuff, we have to kind of mention Destiny from the X-Men with the Diaries of Destiny, or Destiny's Diaries, depending who's writing and stuff who she could, you know, kind of foresee the future and see, look at what was happening and what was going on and infer what was to come. And that that's really cool, too. So even though DC has more people who kind of fall in that medium category, I think Marvel has some cooler characters that have those abilities. But, you know, let me know. Uh, do you think Ragman's like the end-all, be-all? Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. If you have questions, comments, concerns, ideas, or just want to chat, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.